1: That they will exercise a lot, they will eat right, they will join the gym, and they will put on a little weight, a little more weight, just for the year. Isn't that so? Yeah, that is some of the resolutions that a lot of women make. Now, others also make resolutions and they decide to. Become more serious with the church, more serious with God. You make a decision to join the church properly. Some of you decide to do your quiet time every day. You make a resolution that I will do my, this year, 2016, I will do my quiet time every day. Some of you also decide that you are going to pray a lot this year. Isn't that so? And you will fast also. As for this year, you'll be able to put your stomach down for the Lord. Isn't that so? And some of you also decide that as for this year, I will join a ministry. I will do something for the house of God. Isn't that so? And some of you, I believe, since our New Year's Eve service, you have made a resolution to love God more. love God more because there are so many blessings that are reserved for those who love God. Hallelujah. Those who love God. Amen. Amen. Not those who are born again or those who go to church, but those who love God. Hallelujah. Others also have made a resolution to respect their husbands more or respect their wives more. Made decisions to treat them well pamper them more this year, isn't that so I think it's a good resolution amen to pamper them more I think husbands should make that resolution, to pamper their wives more, spoil their wives even more this year, amen some people also have made resolutions not to cheat anymore Say, as for this year 2016, it's just me and my husband, no more cheating. You know, there's so many women who cheat at work in so many ways, you see, and sometimes it is also a, a result of what they are not getting at home the compliment that they are not getting at home. A lot of times when women wake up and they are dressing, they have their eyes on certain men at a job for the compliments because they don't get a compliment at home. So decide that this year you will give the compliments, they'll be tired. But sometimes they think you are laughing at them or you are joking. But give the compliments. Let them be tired of the compliment. That when she leaves work and she's coming home, she will do makeup as she's coming home. Not makeup for the guy on the train that she meets every 4 p.m. on the 4 train. But makeup for home. Amen. As she's coming from work. Amen. Because you look at it and you appreciate it. You cherish it. So as she's coming from work, she's looking as... Because a lot of times when she's leaving, you are not even... Available. Do you see? So let it be a good... That's a good resolution, isn't that so? Some people also have resolved not to be late to work anymore this year. Sick calls. Cut the sick calls. Some people also have made resolution to have better relationship with their boss and with their co-workers. A Christian should have good relations with their co-workers. It's a good resolution. Some people also have made a decision to spend less this year. Less clothes. I think it's a good resolution. You know, take it upon yourself this year that you will wear the clothes that you have. You decide, and I can guarantee you that you will not lack any clothes. You will still wear very nice clothes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I know. Decide that this year, you will not buy any more clothes, no more shoes. This, just 2016, no shoes, no clothes. Is that a good resolution? Get get um get a bottle, get a bottle and put your get a bottle and put a lock on it and bring me the key. Bring, I'll keep the key for you. Anytime that you see a cloth, any piece of cloth in a store, you see a dress in a store, a shirt in a store, a tie in the store that you want to buy, you look at the price and come and put the money in the bottle and and I'll keep the key for you. Is that a good resolution? You see how much money you would have saved, but. And then at the end of the year, you also realize that you don't lack. You still wore clothes. You were never naked. In fact, you will discover that you have a lot of beautiful clothes if you make that decision. Amen. I believe a lot of you have made decisions like this before. But a lot of times you realize that um, if you are honest with yourself, you realize that um, you make a lot of resolutions year by year, but um, it only takes you to April. It will only reach April and the resolutions are gone. Have you realized that? And you are not to be blamed, really. Really? You are not to be blamed because most of you make such resolutions and such decisions based on the will of the flesh, based on the desires of the flesh, what the flesh actually wants to do. That is the reason you make such resolutions. Turn to Romans chapter 7. I just want to share with you a simple message. The word of God is your life. The word of God is your life. Romans chapter 7. And um, verse number 14. He says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am canna. We know that the word of God is spiritual. The law is spiritual. The scriptures, they are spiritual. We know that. But I am carnal. That is what Paul is saying. He says, but I am carnal,' Means I am in the flesh. And I am sold under sin for that which I do I allow not that means that the things that he's doing is not his will it's not something that he allows he says for that which I do I allow not for what I would that means what I really want to do that I do not what I really determine what I really want to do I do not but what I hate that I do How I hate that I waste my money like that, that I do. How I hate that I miss church, that I do. Don't you hate to be home and miss church, but that you do. He says, what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. If that I do that which I would not, then I agree with the law, I agree with the scriptures, I agree with the word of God that it is good. Now then, it is no more that, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. It is the sin that dwells in us. Verse 18 He says, for I know that in me, in me, that is in my flesh, in the flesh, dwelleth no good thing. There is no good thing in the flesh. This flesh, it will not do you any good. This flesh, if you depend on it, it will not do you any good. He says, for I know that in me, and that you have to acknowledge You have to acknowledge that in you dwelleth no good thing. In you, there is no good thing that will come out of you. If you will depend on your own, if you will depend on your wisdom, your knowledge, your experiences, what you know, what you see, and what you do, it will not bring you any good thing. He says, in the flesh, there is no good thing. For to will is present with me. How many of you know that the will is present with you? The will, you see, as I was just sharing with you about this resolution, it's a will that is present with you. And then you agree that it's a good thing. You agree that it is a good thing if you will not spend money on clothes this year. You will agree with me that you will save a lot of money. And you will want to, you you have a will to do it. But you realize that a lot of times it takes you only to April, May. The most is June. And the sales come again. Amen. Amen. It says, "For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. How to perform that which is good, I find not. Look, let's read from the message version, from verse 14. Look at this. It says, from verse 14. It says, I can anticipate the response that is coming. I know that all God's commands are spiritual. All of God's commands, they are spiritual. If you are not in the spirit, you will not agree with it. All of God's commands, they are spiritual. But I am not. Isn't this also your experience? If you will be honest. Yes, I am full of myself. After all, I have spent a long time in saints' prison. That is the reason. You have lived in sin for a long time. He says, I have lived in sin. I have, lived, I have spent a long time in sin's prison. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another. Doing things absolutely despise. That means I do things absolutely that I hate. He says... The next one, so if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. How many of you agree with that? He says, so if I can't be trusted, you yourself, you can't trust and you can, you can, you will agree with me. You will agree with me. That you cannot be trusted. You will agree with me that similar resolutions you have made before, and you could not trust yourself. And even as we were making this resolution, you could not trust yourself that you buy, you can live through the year without buying any more any new clothes. You could not trust yourself. Isn't that so? You cannot trust yourself, Steve. You know you can't trust yourself. Oh. So he says, so I, if I can be trusted to figure out what is the best for myself, isn't that sad? Yeah. That you can't even trust yourself to figure out... Can we fix that, please? You can't even trust yourself to figure out what is the best for you. He says, if I cannot be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it it becomes obvious that god's command is necessary god's command is necessary it is necessary to hear god's command it is necessary to hear the word of god then it becomes necessary if you are honest with yourself is that gita gita where is sita this is sita where is gita wonderful it becomes necessary that now you depend on the word of God. Amen. Amen. The next verse. he says, but I need something more. For if I know the law, but still can't keep it. And if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I need help. I don't know about you, but I need help. I need help. Hallelujah. He says, then I obviously need help. Verse 18. He says, I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can do it. I can will it, Ulrich. I can will to do the right thing. I have a strong will to do the right thing. I have a will to love God, but I can't do it. When I hear the scriptures and I hear all the blessings that come to those who love God, I develop, I have a will to really love God, but for some reason, I can't do it. I want this year to be a year that I'm going to really love God. I have made a decision that I will love God. I have made a decision that I will do something for God this year. I have made a resolution that I will be in church every Sunday. But for some reason, I can't do it. So he says, I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyhow. I decide not to do bad. I decide not to insult my husband anymore. I decide to be not to be rude to my boss. I decide to have a good relationship. This behavior that everything I am angry, I have decided that I'm putting it away. But then I I can't do it. I still do it anyway. Lewis, do you understand what I'm sharing? Hallelujah. Lewis, the will is there. You want to do the right thing. But for some reason, you make that strong will and you purpose, you say, this year I have resolved that I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. But for some reason, it gets to April, May, June, for some reason, you find yourself doing the old things again. He says, my decisions. Such as they are, don't result in actions. Do you see? The re- decisions that you have made, they don't result in action. Do you see? You made a decision. You have made a decision. But you realize that in the end, they don't result in any action. So he says, something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. Something deep within you has gone wrong. Is there another scripture? It says, it happens so regularly that it's predictable. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me up. The moment I decide to fast, the moment I decide that I am putting my stomach that I am fasting, the moment I made that decision, they called and then they said, we are having free lunch for all at work. The moment I decide to pray, my husband comes in and he starts this misbehavior again. And he makes me say certain things and he spoils everything for me. And then you say, you have spoiled my fast. You look at what you have done. You have spoiled my fast. He says something deep within you has gone wrong. Amen. Is there another one? He says, I truly delight in God's command. Amen. Beloved, delight in God's command. Amen. Delight that you hear the word of God. Amen. Delight that you hear the word of God. Amen. And the word of God is the truth. The word of God, it is found in his house. Delight that you be in the house of God. Every opportunity that you have. Look at the scripture in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 14. <laughs> 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 14. He says, Our people, let's read the New Living Translation, let's read the King James Version. He says, And let ours also, 1 Timothy, please, 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 14. He says, These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. He says, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. The church of the living God, it is the pillar and ground of the truth. It is in the church of the living God that you hear the pillar and ground of the truth. The thing that will come to you, the thing that will be ultimately truthful, it is found in the church of God. Yeah. hallelujah. Yeah. that is why your will does not even allow you if you exclude the pillar and the ground of truth. He says the church he says this is the church of he says. The house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. The church of God is the pillar and ground of the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, you will not live without the word of God. Romans chapter 8 and verse 12. Romans chapter 8 and verse 12. He says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors. We are debtors not to the flesh. You are deptest not to the flesh. You are not dependent on the flesh. You do not ha- owe to the flesh. You do not owe to satisfy the flesh. He says, we are deptest not to the flesh. To live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, you shall die. If you live after the flesh, if you exclude the church from your life, If you exclude God from your life, you will die. But if ye, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. If you, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds, kill the deeds of the body, then you shall live. Hallelujah. It says through the Spirit, through the Spirit. And look at what Jesus says in John chapter 6 and verse 63. We are reading a lot of scriptures today. I want you to follow closely. John chapter 6 and verse 63. Jesus says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The flesh profited nothing. Is there a, Come here. There's a seed here. It says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. Beloved, your flesh will not give you any benefit. He says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Beloved. When you come to church and you hear the word of God, spirits are coming unto you. I say, Spirit is coming unto you. He said that there is a deep seated thing. There is something deep within you that has gone wrong, and the flesh cannot overcome that. It is a will of the flesh to do good, but you are not able to do it. It just takes the spirit. And he says that, beloved, the words that I speak unto you, Chai, They are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. The word of God, they are spirit and they are life. It bringeth life. Your flesh will not profit you anything. Your flesh will not give you anything if you are going to depend on this flesh. If you are going to work so hard because of this flesh, because of the comfort of this flesh, because of what this flesh will eat, and what this flesh will where this flesh will sleep, and what this flesh will wear, and it will take you away from the word of God. Beloved, he said, You will die. It profits you nothing. It will not profit you anything. What is going to quicken you? What is going to bring you life? To quicken, it means to give life. What is going to give you life is the Spirit of God. And Jesus says, His words that you hear, they are spirit and they are flesh. The flesh will let you down. You have made a lot of will, but the flesh will not allow you. If there's going to be a real change in your character, if there's going to be a real change in your behavior, it is, if it is going to change your decision-making, it will come from the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. That is why you should not forsake the assembly of the brethren. That is why you should not forsake church. That is why you should not exclude yourself from church. That is why when Christians are fellowshipping, you should not exclude yourself. Because there is no good thing in the world for you. There is nothing good in the world for you. Church, I believe that we have heard so much. We have heard so many things. And if we will be faithfully acceptable of what we have heard, And allow it to affect us. Our lives will be so glorious. I say our lives will be so glorious. The word of God is the only thing that can bring a real change in a man. The word of God is the only thing that can bring a real change in a person's life. It is the only thing that can bring a real change in your situation. The word of God. Hallelujah. It has a thing to it. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. It says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than two-edged sword. It's sharper than two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing ascender of soul and spirit. It pierces even to the dividing ascender of soul and spirit and of bone and marrow. And he says, it is a discerner of the heart and the intents of your thoughts. That is what the word of God does. He says, it has two edges. It says, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. And I acknowledge and I agree with that. So it is that which has ability that even when I ask, I am throwing it to you. And it's affecting that which you are doing. It has a two edge. And it's also coming to me as a pastor. Oh, there are many times that I've stood here and I've preached. And the Lord just says, that's for you. This is for you. This word is for you. There are many times that the the revelation comes and it says, this is for you. But I believe that that same time it is also coming to you also. It says it is sharper than any two-edged sword. Amen. Amen. One time I was preaching and I was saying, you know, husbands, you have to remember the things that you did to attract your wife. You have to uh, understand that the things that you were doing that attracted your wife to you, that made him love you so much. And she made a decision that she's not going to leave you forever and ever and to depend on you. That is the same thing that you ought to do to keep that woman in your life. Amen. Amen. And as I was preaching, the Lord was just telling me the same thing. He says, you too. <laughs> and then he says, you remember, you remember how that you used to buy flowers at random. It's not an occasion. And then you buy flowers at random. You have stopped doing it. And the sword was just coming to me like this. It is the word of God. And truthfully, that which, that which you did, that which made a person make a decision to now decide to live with you, it is that which is going to keep her in the relationship. Look, it is like when we make seats. We make seats. See, when we go to a bus stop, sometimes you see a chair there. Do you see? You see a chair there. You know, not any ordinary chair can be at a bus stop. Do you realize that? Salem, if you take this chair and you put at the bus stop that this is where people are going to sit when they come. This is where people are going to sit every time they are waiting for the bus. I don't think this will last for long. What they make there, what they make there, it is supposed to endure. Do you see? It is supposed to endure. What they make to put at a bus stop is supposed to last forever. It's supposed to take all kinds of weight. It's supposed to take all kinds of weather. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It is supposed to take all nonsense. So they look at all the chests in the store. They look at all possible chests. And they try this. And they look at that. And they look at this. And they look at that. And they look at this. And they say, none of this will survive. We have to bring something that will survive, something that will thrive, and they choose you and they put you there. You as a chair, you can't come to a stage where someone will sit on you and say, you are too heavy, get up. You can't come to a stage and say, why you put me in the rain? why you put me in the sun? why you put me in the snow because amongst many chairs we look at you and we selected you and we say you are the one that can prevail you are the one that can subdue so if the woman look at all the men around the tall ones the short ones the broad chested ones the skinny ones and the fat ones the ones with muscles the ones who have body building structures The ones who have eaten well. And she looks at all of them. And she says, I think this is the one who can deal with me. With all my nonsense, I think this is the one that I can live with. And she selects you. And she places you. And says, this is the one that of all the possible men. This is the one that I think deal with me the way I am. So when she looks at herself, she says, this is the one that I can deal with. This is the kind of man that I can live with. I don't think this man, the way he is, he can handle my misbehavior. Sometimes by certain way. I don't think this one can handle. Sometimes my cooking is not right, but I have seen that this one, he likes it anyhow I cook it. I don't think this one is going to change no matter what I become. If that woman makes that choice and chooses you and places you in that position, You cannot come and say, now you have become too heavy for me to carry. Now I cannot deal with you. What kind of cooking is this? Now you are becoming too hot. Now you are becoming like rain upon me. Now you are becoming like too much of a sun to me. It is a complete letdown. It's a complete letdown. It's a complete letdown and complete disappointment. You have told her that she made the wrong choice. You are telling us that of all the chairs that we look at and we thought you were the one, we made a big mistake. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I made a lot of promises to you this year. And um, I will pause here. Okay? I have promised you a lot of things this year and I'm going to fulfill it. I'm going to continue this message the next time we meet. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and let us bring the service to a close. Oh Jesus, we make a decision to obey your word. For you say, He that hath my commandments and doeth them, he it is that loveth me. The one who has my commandments and makes a decision to do them, it is that person that loves me. Lord, receive your word. And we choose to become doers I of your face word. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Help us. Help us. To be obedient to your word. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Jesus. I fix my eyes on
0: you.
1: Oh, Don't let our eyes be fixed I on lay you. My for there learning is a will the in the curse, flesh. But the we can't do it. Of this world, there I'm is a lot of goodwill in us. Way. We make a I lot of resolutions. To do no. a lot of good things. But for some reason, oh Jesus, you. we find May it. Doing the same bad things again. Because there is something side, deep within us that has gone wrong. Side,
0: Lord, help us.
1: Help us. Help
0: us. Lord, I fix my, on you. I fix my eyes on you. I face my eyes on you. Lay my burdens down. Lay my burdens down. Letting the curse, letting the
1: curse of
0: this world not fade away. What thing I ask What thing I ask Lord, one, day one day Lord, thing One thing Lord, I see, see That I may well dwell in, in, in your house Oh, Lord, my think Sing all the days of my life All the days of my life In this holy place, say one thing, one thing, I am not just one thing, I see that I may dwell in your house, oh Lord, my King, oh Lord, my King, my King, and all the day my life, I I want to gaze upon
1: Father, we are thankful. Today, we are grateful, Lord, for your word that has come into our lives. We thank you, Almighty Father. Lord, there is a will in us to do good. But when we purpose to do that which is good, we find ourselves again doing that which is bad. Lord, we find ourselves still doing the wrong things. And you said there is something deep within us that has gone wrong. We ask, O God, that you help us. We ask, O God, that you guide us. Help us, Lord, to love you. Help us, Lord, that this year shall be a year of loving you. Father, may we live to fulfill this. May we live to fulfill this purpose and this plan. We ask, God, that you command your angels to guide us, to lead us to the places. Father, where we find ourselves loving you. We ask, God, that you place in us that need and that hunger for your church. That need and that hunger to build your church. That need and that hunger to serve you. That need and that hunger to do something for you. That need and that hunger to please you. We are thankful and we are grateful for allowing us to live to see 2016. We are confident oh God that you will see and you will perform that which concerns us to bring us again to the end of this year. We are thankful and grateful to you in Jesus name. Amen. If there's anyone here this afternoon with all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You say, in me there is nothing good except that Christ be formed in me. You say, I want Jesus Christ in my life. I want to receive salvation. It is the first Sunday of 2016. Beloved, you can make a decision that I will walk with Jesus this year. I will walk with Jesus the rest of my life. I'm making a decision today. If that is you, you want to invite Jesus into your life. To begin to walk with him. You want to be born again. You want all the old things in your life to be put behind you. And you begin to walk on if that is you wherever you are just lift up your right hand wherever you are and i'll pray with you anyone here like that you want to receive jesus christ as your savior do not be ashamed it is between you and jesus and you say i want jesus in my life if that is you lift up your right hand it is a great day to begin a walk with jesus god bless you my sister i see your hand Anyone else? Keep your hand up. Anyone else? You want to join and say, I want Jesus Christ in my life. Anyone else here to receive Jesus? Anyone else? Beloved, it is you and Jesus. He's here to save you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here? Keep your hand up. Anyone here like that? You want, I want to see your hand. Jesus is talking to you this moment. It is that voice that you are hearing. He wants you to be a walk. He wants you to be a daughter. He wants you to be a son. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to take one bold step and come forward here to meet me and I'll no pray with you. Take that bold step. You are walking a great walk. It is a walk that you have never walked before and you are taking a bold decision and a bold step to walk with Jesus. Anyone here want to join? my blood Bless the Savior, Savior I surrender Oh, there is someone here God is talking to you you know yourself God is talking to you right now this moment you hear the voice of God I want you to come boldly come quickly come and join come boldly there is someone here God is talking to you. You can hear the voice clearly and it's, another voice is telling you. He says you will do it another time. Next time when you are around you can do it. Beloved there is not another time. There is not another time. If that is you, join quickly. Come quickly. Is that you? Is that you? Come quickly. Join. Ah, I Lift up your hand with me, and I want all the saints to join me and say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus,
0: Lord Jesus, thank
1: you for dying for me.
0: Thank you for dying for me.
1: I have sinned against you.
0: I have sinned against you. Today, Today, the
1: first Sunday of the year. The
0: first Sunday of Lord God. Jesus. Lord Jesus, I make a decision. I made a decision concerning you. Concerning you,
1: I know you are the Son of God.
0: I know you are the Son of. I believe
1: God. you came to die for my I sins. I
0: believe you came
1: I believe you rose up again on the third day.
0: I believe you rose up again.
1: Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, cleanse me.
0: Cleanse me. Wash, me. Wash
1: me. Purify me.
0: Purify me. I
1: avail my heart to you. I
0: avail my heart to Take you. control of my life. Take control I invite life. you. Into my, heart. into my heart. Lord Jesus,
1: lord Jesus. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Be my lord. Be my lord. From today. From today. I will save you. I will serve you. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name, write my in, the name book of life. in the book of thank life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus, for saving me. For saving. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Father, I thank you for your daughter. I thank you, Lord, for this great and wonderful day lord your word teaches us that when one of us comes back to your fold you say the heavenly angels rejoice this moment we see the angels rejoicing over the life of a precious daughter which has come to you heavenly father we ask god that you build a shield around her father let not the enemy have a hand upon her life in the name of jesus you say, "Behold, all things are passed away, and all things are become new." I pray, Lord, that make everything new concerning her life, and I ask God that you help her to walk with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Sita. God bless you. God bless you.